Sports Beat Extra with the Boyle Sports app. Available now. This is betting. 18 plus. Gamblingcare.ie. I'd like to thank you, the people of Wexford. There's more issues than the travel. I said I just can't do it. As games go on and you don't get a goal, you start to have little questions in the back of your mind. Welcome back to the latest edition this Saturday the 19th of June. Another packed show for you this evening after an up and down week for the sport in the region. So stay tuned for this week's Sportsbeat Extra. On this week's show, we hear about one woman's ongoing battle to secure an Olympic place. It's been going on too long and mentally and emotionally it's it's caused so much frustration and anger and um, upset, I suppose. We preview tomorrow's National Camogie League final at Crow Park. It would be better to have it on at an earlier time, especially, like you said, it's on a Sunday. People are working the next day. And we hear from the newest free man of Waterford. It's a great honour. It's kind of surreal, really. The whole thing has been feel very honoured and privileged, to be honest. But before we start today's show, we want to reiterate our condolences to the friend and family of Tiggy Hancock, who tragically died at an event this week in Dublin. Tiggy was a member of the Pony High Performance Eventing Programme and a member of the Carlo and Kilkenny Hunt Pony Club. She was, of course, selected to represent Ireland at the Under-16 European Eventing Team Championships in Poland, where she and her teammates secured a bronze medal. And may she rest in peace. Sports Beat Extra with the Boyle Sports app. Available now. This is betting. 18 plus. Gamblingcare.ie. This week saw Henry de Bromhead become only the third sportsman after Sean Kelly and John Tracy to be given the freedom of Waterford. I spoke to the main man of the moment at the conferring ceremony this week in Tremore Racecourse. Delighted to be joined here at Tremore Racecourse uh, by uh, horse trainer Henry de Bromhead, a new free man of Waterford, one of only three sports people. That you just said it there. It's incredible. It's 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 almost surreal, isn't it, to be in a position where you join Sean Tracy, John, or, sorry, John Tracy and Sean Kelly, the only other two men of Waterford who have the same honour as yourself. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great honour. It's kind of surreal, really. The whole thing has been, and uh, feel very honoured and uh, privileged to be honest um, yeah but I mean I, I, I'm part of a team and uh, like the, these achievements have only happened because of everyone um, at home that's working with us and helping us and um, uh, you know it's as much uh, them as me yeah and I suppose look for, for a person like yourself who always comes across as very humble and you know maybe there's a there's off embarrassment is the word but you know like you're so it's such as you say it's such a team effort and it's a bit of a pity that not everybody can be here to celebrate in the same way that we normally would if we weren't in these normal times. Yeah, it's a shame but unfortunately we're sort of getting used to it now at this stage, you know, but um, hopefully things will start opening up soon, but uh, it's a real shame everyone can't be here, but like I say it's it's uh, down to uh, everyone back at home uh, human and equine you know, it couldn't have happened without any of them Yeah, and you, see, you, made, you made that point while you were doing your speech as well the human and equine and how I think in Ireland we seem to have a really good understanding you know we treat racehorses you know they're not just racehorses they're not just uh, something that we use as industry they're we really treat them with real respect and I think that comes out in how our results show yeah well we certainly seem to you know punt, like the industry is very strong worldwide where we're you know we're probably world leaders so um, and I, that's a reflection on the people working in it yeah great to be here as well and for more particularly look it's where it all began it's you have such a great relationship with the 
course here and I've had Owen on the show a few times talking about what it's meant for them it puts Tremor on the map it's put Waterford on the map but it is a great it's a great circuit what, what is it that makes Tremor so particularly good for preparing your racehorses and why is it that you come back here year after year on the pretty much in, in January to get ready for, for March um, I know, cause it's quite a unique track but um, you know the undulations and the twists and turns it, it, it's as I say it's unique and it makes it makes horses think and and um, and some horses love racing around here you know um, so there's various reasons but probably one of the main ones for me is it's our local track we've had great success here and you know in normal times it, there's nowhere better to have a winner than in Tremor and hopefully look we're, we're talking about test events coming back and we're talking about fans coming back and August is around the corner here at the festival I suppose massive hopes that we will have people back here and there will be a crowd to cheer the very best in both horse and jockey on uh, come August Ah oh, yeah it'd be brilliant if it could so hopefully you know as we said things seem to be going the right way so fingers crossed um, it, it, you know it'd be super if it could happen um, Henry look I suppose just um, it's been a, a, a difficult time for horse racing generally with, with everything that's going on um, and look the, the industry thrown into the spotlight a little bit again the Jim Bolger's comments last week um, I suppose what have you made of those comments last week and it, 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 it kind of puts the spotlight a little bit more on, on the issue in horse racing doesn't it yeah I, I, I'm not sure I, look I, I, I couldn't um, I, you know I, I, I'm not sure I, I'm not sure of the issue uh, personally you know so look that's Jim Bolger's uh, view and obviously he's a man that we should all listen to um, I, I don't I, I haven't any evidence of this going on but or seen it or heard it but um, obviously Jim does and, and um, that's his opinion and, and uh, I, you know I, he's, he's discussing it with um, the IHRB and hopefully they, it can all be resolved and look um, we talk about this season and judging seasons how well they go I think getting the freedom of Waterford is probably a standard that few trainers could, could get to. But, uh, you know, we say that, like, Sean Kelly, Tour de France winner, John Tracy, Olympic medalist, it just shows how, how the affinity that people have for horse racing, I think, in Ireland, that, you know, how, how many other countries in the world, no matter how good a season you have or how much success you have, would a horse trainer be nominated as, as freedom of, of the city? It shows you, and particularly the southeast has such an affinity for horse racing. Oh, yeah, there's a great affinity. I mean, we're so, you know, there's, we're so close to it all, um, and um, it's it's just a great industry to be involved in, and and uh, we get tremendous support. So it, it's it's. Um, it's, as I say, it's all pretty surreal, but uh, it's brilliant and we're very lucky. Sportsbeat Extra with the Boyle Sports app. Available now. This is betting. 18 plus. Gamblingcare.ie In December of last year, Kilkenny's Lucinda Gahan was holding the O'Duffy Cup aloft at Crow Park after her side overcame Galway in the All-Ireland Senior Camogie Championship final. Tomorrow, the Cats and the Tribeswomen do battle at the same venue in the league decider. However, this time, Gahan will not be involved. The Dixborough player spoke to me this week about tomorrow's game last year kind of ended quickly we didn't really have much time to celebrate and you know I suppose back the, the girls are like back training after a few months really and the focus is this year last year's over now so the main focus for them will be you know the championship this year 
and focusing on the league final now on Sunday. Yeah, and look, 3,000 fans, up to 3,000 fans allowed in GAHQ for the game on Sunday. I suppose, look, that's that's fantastic. I mean, I was there last year when you, you beat Galway and and when you beat, um, uh, of course, uh, Cork in the semi-final as well. And it was it was strange having it in, in, in front of empty crowds, especially at those huge venues. So it is brilliant for so many people to be back in and for, 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 the, for the National Camogie League final to be kind of the test event as opposed to um, on the men's side gives a real good uh, chance for uh, more exposure and more interest in Sunday's game yeah well yeah it's great for it to be um, shown on TV and you know it gives a chance for a lot of the supporters and uh, family and friends to attend the game Um, I suppose for the players you know their main focus is going to be on the game they're probably used to by now even you know the main focus is the game um, whether it's, there's going to be people at the match or not um, yeah so but it's great to you know to give people a chance to go and watch the game live yeah and, and it's look it's great for 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 people to be there but we, we have even this week we've got promotional tickets available and there's talks about you know even Brian was saying himself uh, you know they're not even sure if if it's going to be full because of the throw-in time um, it's half seven on a Sunday evening very awkward really for a lot of people and, and no less so than the players I imagine who are who are working a lot of them on Monday morning and they won't be getting back to Kilkenny until one or half one and it seems a very strange throw-in time for, for what should really be a kind of a showpiece event for the, of the weekend yeah I'm surprised it's quite a late time um, you know the players are hanging around all day to play at half seven um, you know but I suppose there's not much they can do about that. We talked about player power um, when we were speaking about even the fixtures being announced this year and um, you know it it seems like players can sometimes have the you know the impact can have that uh, you know influence over the Camogie Association if they they get together so I imagine it's something that you know I don't know have the girls the girls that you know on the team that are still involved are are they are they talking about it much Is is it much of a point of contention heading into the game um, tomorrow? Um, no, I suppose there's no point thinking about things like that at the time that's all outside of their control. Um, but yeah, look, it would be better to have it on at an earlier time, especially, like you said, it's on a Sunday. People are working the next day. Supporters that are, you know, travelling up as well, it's quite late. Um but look, hopefully that won't have an effect on their performance. Um, and look, there's been outstanding games this year in the league. Um, from what we've seen over the last few weekends, uh, it's very tight between teams and, you know, a great display by Kilkenny and Tip and Galway and Cork at the weekend. They were brilliant games um, and it just shows the skill and talent. Um, but look, yeah... <sighs> more suitable times would be better they probably have more view in the matches and 
probably going up to support them in Crow Park if it was at a you know more reasonable time, even two o'clock. You know. Yeah, well, that's what you think. I mean, even even a Sunday afternoon or, or even a Saturday evening, if they wanted to schedule it, maybe to avoid what's what what else is on their schedule. Obviously, the European Championships on at the moment, which is kind of dominating the RT Sports schedule at the moment. Um, can I just I suppose how important is because you were saying obviously all the focus is on is on um, championship and again look facing Galway again in Crow Park um, the side you, you beat last year to, to win the All-Ireland how big is the, the, the league like we, we hear about oh you know the league is very important but then when championship starts we almost hear oh well it was only the league so um, for a squad like is the league really that important or, or does its important depend does its importance um, kind of depend on how well you did in it um, it is important as well, you know. Um, but it just it does give a chance for teams to, you know, try out their whole panel. Um, like you see, Brian Dolan, he's like made great changes even at the weekend. There, all the subs made a huge difference when they came on. Um, but you know, every game is important, and everyone wants to do well in the league as well as the championship. No team kind of goes out to lose a game. Um, so. But look, it's good to kind of explore all the all the different talent that's on the team, and you know, try players out in different positions. Um, so look, they, teams do want to you know win games in the league, but um, yeah, championship is is the main focus as well. But. Um, and yeah, sorry. It's, no, you're fine. I suppose it's un, and it's unusual, um, Lucinda, that. Look, that obviously you were on the podium picking up the trophy last year, and now you're you're not in the panel. Like, can you explain to us kind of what the decision was behind that, and and I suppose a little bit about, you know, what kind of involvement do you do you have do you have some involvement still in the panel? Because I imagine you know you you still know like a lot of the players extremely well, just as well as you did before, and it's just such a short amount of time going back into championship again for you. It must be kind of strange to be watching this, you know, all the girls kind of going back to the league when. You know, it wasn't that long ago that you were up there picking up the trophy yourself in Crow Park. Yeah, like it's a great. It was a great year, you know, to be in a, as captain. And um, I suppose coming in as a new player, it's hard to make your mark. And um, yeah, I suppose look, I spent years kind of underage and up to the age of twenty-one playing in a county level. It's such a huge commitment, and uh, like I thoroughly enjoyed it then. But I just made the decision to stick with club now, and I'm happy with that decision. Um, and look, I'm really enjoying watching the girls play us. Intercounty level, like the talent is just brilliant. They've so like what a panel of what thirty six we had last year. It's you know it's just great to watch all the talent that's there. Um, but look, I'm just I'm happy enough sticking to club now this year, and um, yeah, that was my decision. Good. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that it was your decision, and and I suppose also, um, you know, you're speaking about that group of girls, and look, three three All Ireland final defeats in a row before last year's success, and how much motivation is there among the players that you know to kind of make sure that look, this isn't that last year wasn't a flash in the pan that you know they build on the success, and and I suppose prove maybe some of the doubters wrong that you know they are a team that can that can compete regularly on the big day and 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 can get on the right side of the scoreboard at Crow Park like there was huge motivation for us last year we just had so much hope and still that 
we could win and looking the back, back in the last few years you know like the potential was there and there was just so much heart in it last year that you know everyone just drove forward and the result was winning um, but look that's still there this year and you can see it in every game you know the last few games in the league they were close but like the girls never gave up um, even the subs that came on they played their heart out and you know they got a win at the end of it all um, so Evidently, when you watch those matches, you can see that there's been huge motivation within the team. Yeah, and I suppose look evidenced by the steel as well in terms of the last two games against Limerick and Tip have not been easy, but um, but uh, you know the Cats have gotten through it in the end. Um, listen again, thanks a million for joining us on Sportspeed Extra. Um, tomorrow evening is that um, a national Camogie League final, seven o'clock. I get or sorry, half seven, should I say? Throw in tomorrow evening. Um, it will be broadcast live on RT two, so um, it'll be a nice change away from the football from their scheduling. Um, look, thanks a million. For for joining us this I'm really looking forward to, to speaking to you again about, about club matters um, potentially later on in the year Sports Beat Extra with the Boyle Sports app available now this is betting 18 plus gamblingcare.ie delighted to be joined uh, in your own porch this is it's a nice place to do an interview I have to say uh, Kate Veal um, Kate I suppose look uh, first of all Nationals last weekend how did they go for you? Um, okay, well, look, mi- mixed emotions with it. It's always nice. It was my 13th national title, so probably an unlucky one, maybe, I was saying. But look, there's pros and cons to every race. And, like, I'm always, you know, delighted to get a national title, and I can't take that ever for granted. Um, and it was my fourth one in a row for the national 20k walk. So, yeah, the time wasn't up to the standard I had hoped, wasn't up to, I suppose, the international standard that, um, do you know, back at the start of the year, I, yeah, I was aiming for, but like there was just, yeah, things happened. It was just one of those days and um, the journey to whatever you're wanting to do is never like, I suppose, straight. So, um, yeah, just accepting what it is and like reflecting on it and just trying to learn and yeah looking forward to moving forward from it and um, yeah improving it's been a mad I suppose I know it's been a mad yeah two years really or a year and a half for everybody but so 2019 I did go full time um, training and yeah the Olympics was yeah my, my goal and at the end of 2019 I would have been inside the rankings the Olympic qualification is a bit different now with um a lot of it based on rankings there is yeah it's just it's a different there used to be just a time basically before um, so then 2020 came along and my first race was actually in October um, went to that and in Lithuania didn't race um, due to my hip because you know it wasn't worth the risk um, you know a 20k race is a hard effort and it's a long race and yeah just decided on that and then um, actually yeah I got a lot sore to it I got some injections into it and going into 2021 um, yeah I was in a good place so I did a race in Slovakia that qualified me for European Cup and then I would have won a race in the Czech Republic and yeah so it's sport all the the highs and the lows it's such a roller coaster and then um so ended up yeah with with the hip um you know again I can manage it for so long but I'm always on that line I'm always pushing it and pushing boundaries and figuring out 
and it, it is hard sometimes because as an athlete you do you know you're pushing limits mm. and you're always on that verge of, of overdoing it I suppose so that along with um, getting COVID and actually being quite sick with it and it prolonging so you know again trained through a lot of symptoms and trained was able to um, thought I was able to just train through and I'll get over it but it actually prolonged and probably made it worse and yeah just missed too much training missed European Cup and got back for yeah said I do nationals but I think at that level of sport you just can't afford to mm. you know like any little thing that can go wrong can have such a knock-on effect and a spiral effect and um, you know not that things have to be perfect but that consistency has to be there and at the end of the day it can come you know with luck with timing so many things can happen along the way and yeah so I wasn't happy with nationals and then I have my track and field nationals 5k in yeah two weeks so just looking forward to that really and then kind of accepting the yeah about the Olympics accepting you know because for me it was always like 100% focus on the Olympics and nearly forgetting about the process and the journey and enjoying it. So I think this year for yeah, people, everyone, I think is their perspective on life and a lot of things has changed. So um, yeah, I'm probably looking forward to trying to sort out my hip a bit more and probably get it operated on and because it's been going on too long and mentally and emotionally it's it's caused yeah so much um frustration and anger and um uh, upset I suppose. So um yeah I'm looking forward like Paris is only three years um, three years time already trying to look at that three year plan um, to uh, this time make sure I'm definitely yeah up there and that there's no doubt about me you know not just scraping I don't want to scrape in either and just make up the numbers and qualify you know what I mean you wouldn't, I presume you wouldn't if you did though you're not going to turn down a place in Tokyo regardless I mean even as an experience to get your first one in and um, as you say look if it doesn't happen um, it's it's a bit strange because you have a year less than you normally would as well like normally you'd have four years which means you could definitely get it operated on get a good amount of recovery does that extra year make a huge difference or do you think that three years is plenty of time to get yourself right before we go to Paris yeah yes and no I suppose hindsight's a great thing I'm kind of thinking oh if only because um, when, when the when the virus uh, I suppose March or whatever 2020 I was saying oh the Olympics will go ahead this year and mm. you know I kind of yeah, just I suppose who would have thought it was going to go on so long? Um, it would have been great if I got it done then. Yeah. Um, but look, I didn't. So you, I can only manage it for so long. With I'm limited in my training, limited in what I can do, limited in the in the I suppose backing up weeks and weeks of miles and I need to be doing the miles because it's a 20k race walk so I think um, yeah by doing everything right I suppose for me it's looking at my whole lifestyle and when I you know ASAP get that done get the rehab done the recovery stuff nutrition hydration sleep it's the whole package and I suppose yeah at least then I can say I left no stone unturned and you know I've yeah done everything I can so the first yeah the first like next six months and you know yeah until the end of the year really is about getting my body fit conditioned strong um to be able to train properly going into next year and next year's a big year there's um world champs in Oregon which yeah I think is going to be a really good um good champs there's going to be European championships as well which is unusual to have worlds and Europeans in one year and there's going to be world cup of race walking so yeah it's a big year so it's exciting to have something to to keep the motivation and that like my 
that it's not my whole world is going to be over and crashing down if the Olympics doesn't happen this year that there is stuff to look ahead it's funny when we talk about like because look um, this is not your last rodeo like we are the same age and I would consider myself young um, and I would still consider myself if I was an athlete I'd have a good few Olympics left and as you say race walking is um, one of those sports where you know you get a huge amount of time because even look your coach Rob uh, you know hated me saying it but it's true like he had most of his Olympics uh, and his medal success in a, later on in his career and it's it strikes me interesting that you know you're talking about that experience in London and you know very like you took it very uh, took, took it badly and it was a very difficult time for you but um, it's interesting how I imagine probably the birth of Fina and it probably just took the focus off yourself a little bit probably you weren't so wrapped up in your own world and in a way that can actually if going forward even though you might have missed Rio off the back of it it might it, it, eventually in a, in a long way in terms of your mentality and everything else it might be probably one of the one of the things that might be best for your career yeah definitely yeah that's like really an interesting point and because I suppose I would have struggled with balance and before I was obsessed with training and every decision I made was based on um, my training and athletics and my whole world was athletics it was my whole it was I was in a bubble so I was in my own world and when that changed I suppose and I kind of was living maybe in the real world um, yeah it was like I wasn't able to deal with that and something and I something I really still have to uh, again work on is is that balance because I can get really intense really motivated really into it and when things go wrong um, or I don't live up to the expectations I have for myself or I think as athletes you know people at are hard on themselves that it can be yeah it can be black and white you know it can't be one way or the other for me um instead of that just consistency and, and being more I suppose stable and, and level so yeah that is still something that I yeah have to work on and then for yeah having Fina is brilliant because yeah she's taught me so much you know and um yeah having her and seeing what's actually important in life do you know what I mean because before it was like literally if I'm not an athlete my whole identity was that and if I don't fulfill that it was like I was an absolute failure whereas now it's different and Fee doesn't care actually one of the days when I was going to the race in Prague she said she mommy you have loads of medals it doesn't matter if you don't get another medal or you know she says <laughs> yeah, things yeah. that oh, and she brings the fun into it like I do some of my exercise or yoga or, and she's doing it with me and seeing sport and activity for what it you know what it is again enjoying the process and um just I suppose her outlook on things um yeah it has taught me a lot so it has been yeah it's been great as I said it's definitely like you know what happened first I was like oh my god it was a disaster in my head and now it's like wow like some things are just meant to happen you know and Absolutely. yeah it was I was like now I just could not imagine my life without her so it's yeah funny how things work out Sports Beat Extra with the Boyle Sports app available now this is betting 18 plus gamblingcare.ie so that's all from this week's Sports Beat Extra best of luck to Kilkenny in tomorrow's National Camogie League decider and I hope you get out this week to either watch or to play as sport continues its return across the region but up next is Trish with Beat Anthems